Hey, it's Wajdi, the driver of the Grinch, and you're listening to the Ease and Bees podcast. Hey, it's me, Eddie B from the Ease and Bees podcast, and we're here to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored to you by Ohio Grudge Racing. Shout out to OGR, Josh Robinson and crew. Make sure you guys go, go check them out at OhioGrudgeRacing.com. For some bomb ass photos, videos, and keeping you up to date with the World Series of No Prep Racing. That's Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you check them out. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. They are a proud sponsor of today's podcast, OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Wrestling and sports fans. This is the E's and B's, the Megan and Eggs of Pro Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie Dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. Seven o'clock. Wrestle with myself. Loathing. I'm booked. Of course, if I'm on the loathing to nine, I can still be done in time to lay in bed, stare at the ceiling, and slip slowly into madness. But what would I wear? It's a kilt! Sicko! Hey, I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm gonna get you high today. Because it's Friday... You ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Sonic 
on that play. Ethan Evans, the punt. Ravens set to get good field position here. Tylen Wallace from the 25. Tylen Wallace breaks out of a tackle, takes it down the sideline. He stays in bounds. He stays on his feet. He takes it all the way and ends the game. There are no flags. Harrison Phillips, people who like offense, those crazy people, are going to say this was an ugly game. What would you like to call it? No, I would say that this is football. This is the National Football League. This is the way the game's supposed to be played. Anytime you can put a goose egg up, I mean, that's incredible. So, you know, testament to our, to our whole team coming together and putting a game like this. And then obviously... Yes! 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 Welcome back to the E's and B's, and boy, oh boy, what a wild week there it was last week on NFL side of things. As you heard, a shocking big first-timer for a long time in a final score, and of course, a walk-off win, but it looks like things are starting to heat up there for the NFL side of things as the playoff push is in full effect. That's right, the wild card spots now being the main topic each and every week there on all of the NFL shows, but we'll be talking about here is how things went down there last weekend, starting out with those Pats getting the win over the Steelers on Thursday night, 21-18. to Then on Sunday, we had the Bucks over the Falcons, 29-25. The Ravens, like you heard there in the open, on overtime time, it got a big win there, 37-31 over the Rams. The Bears, shocking everybody, knocking off those brand new, maybe not so new, Lions last week, 28-13. The Bugles beating the Colts there with a the backup quarterback, 34-14. The Browns still staying hot with old Joe Flacco. That's right, Flacco coming back to play, getting a big win, 31-27 over the Jags, who put Trevor out there with a bad ankle, in my opinion, a bad call. He was running around a little bit. Def- definitely could tell that it's still an issue. I think you need to rest him when you can if you're making that playoff push. I know that division is tight. We'll talk about that leaders here in just a second. Saints knocking off the Panthers, 28-6. Those Jets, that's right, those sucks. They knocked off the uh, Texans, 30-6. It looks like Wilson back there slinging it for the first time this season, throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns. I know it won't last long. Then, like we heard in the opening, they put a big, big goose egg there up in L.A. as it was 3-2-0 Vikings over the Raiders last Sunday. Another historic game this season. Mark it down on your book. Then the Raiders knock up the Seahawks 28-16. Those chokes, that's right, the Buffalo chokes, knocking off the Kansas City Chumps in another big-time game there on Sunday, 20-17. Boy, oh boy, how that shakes up the wild card. Then Broncos... Getting a big win there, knocking off the Chargers 24-7 on the road. The Cowgirls knocking off the Fly Eagle Fly for the second week in a row. The Eagles dropping a game, but this time the Cowgirls making them look very bad. 33-13, good job for Dallas there. Then on Monday, we had two games. It was my Miami Dolphins choking at the end of the game, the last three minutes, giving it up to those Tennessee Titans 21 or excuse me, 28-21, congratulations to uh, those Titans. They they deserve that game. And then the Giants with the old Pisano, that's right, but behind DeVito behind the uh, helm there in, in New York. They got the big win, 24-22 over the Packers. That's how last week went. Now we set up into this week, and here's how those standings set in the AFC. It's still my, my, and Dolphins at a 9-4 and four leading the uh, – leading the East. Then up in the North, it's going to be still the number one team in NFL right now, the Baltimore Ravens at 10-3. and uh, Out in the South, it's going to be the Jags still leading at 8-5, and five, and rounded up in the AFC West, it's still those Kansas City jumps at 8-5, and five, now only a game up on the Broncos. Now out here for the NFC, it's the Cowgirls at 10-3. and three. Then we got Detroit, the brand new Lions, that's right, they're falling, but they're still on top, 9-4. and four. Then that crazy division, that's right, the one NFC South, it's now the Tampa Bay Bucks at 6-7 and seven on top there. And rounded out for the NFC West, it's still the San Francisco 49. There's a lot of people's picks for maybe the Super Bowl favorite. Now let's switch it up, head into those stats for the weekend. Here's how it sits. Back 
on top in the passing. It's my boy Tua with 3,697 yards. Touchdowns, though. It's going to be slung over to Dak Prescott. He's got 28 on the season. Interceptions, we already know who that is. Josh Allen leading that with 14. On the rushing side of things, it's McCaffrey with 1,177 yards. Boy's killing it. But he's not killing it as good as this boy, Raheem Mostert. He's got 16 league-leading touchdowns. He's got 17 if you count the one he receives. Then on the receiving side, it's back to my boys as well, Tariq. Hill, he's got 1,542 yards, a rough weekend last week, a big scare, an ankle twist, but he will be back this week against the Jets. He still leads the touchdowns on as well as with 12 and receivings, or excuse me, receptions. It's going to be Keenan Allen with 108, but he will be out this weekend, so that could change next week as well. On the defensive side of things, fumbles, we've got a tie between Mack and McDuffie with five. Tackles, we got Franklin back on top with 144. And then we've got sacks. It's going to be Khalil Mack as well. He's got 15. And last but not least, uh, interceptions will be Bland with eight on top there from Vegas. How about field goals? Something we never talk about. Leading the league right now with the most field goals. How about Dustin Hopkins with 31? All right. How about three big games on the gridiron? You must check out going into this weekend. Starting out game number one. It's going to be those seven and six Minnesota Vikings. They'll be traveling to the seven and six Cincinnati Bugles. That game's going down Saturday. That's right. Tomorrow we have Saturday games, baby. One or excuse me, 11 a.m. on NFL Network. Then game number two of the weekend is going to be tomorrow as well. It's going to be the seven and six Denver Broncos. They'll be traveling to the struggling nine and four, brand new, or are they Detroit Lions? That game tomorrow night, 8:45 p.m. Eastern. The same thing on NFL Network. Then game number three of the weekend. We'll turn it up to Sunday night game. That's right. It's going to be a big one. As it'll be the 10-3 Dallas Cowgirls. They'll be traveling to the 7-6, very desperate Buffalo Chokes. That game going down 8.20 p.m. Eastern on NBC. We'll be keeping you up to date with all the hits, interceptions, stats, leaders, and everything you need to know coming off the NFL right here next week on The Burst. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a famber, tell someone about this podcast keeping it going staying on the grass let's switch it up and talk bowl season that's right college football yes yes as we know college football bowl season is upon us we are just two weeks out of the college playoff we cannot wait to be diving into that one but before we do We got one thing we left out last week. Let's talk about how those collegiate football stats finish out there for the season. Of course, we already know who the Heisman is. We'll get to that here in just a second. But starting out on the passing side of things, congratulations on a solid season. He did not win the Heisman, but Washington's Michael Penix Jr. finishing the season with 4,218 yards. Congratulations to him. There on the rushing side, it's going to be Oklahoma State's Gordon the third. He finished with 1,614 yards for him. Then on the receiving side, it's going to be LSU Tigers. Neighbors, that boy's been killing it for, for the last two seasons. This year, he finishes with 1,546 yards. Therefore, the Tigers. Then over on the defensive side, on the tackles, it's going to be Henderson from Old Dominion. He finished with 167 tackles for the season. On the sacks from Troy, Solomon, he got 16 there for the season. Congratulations. And rounding it out to the interceptions, it's Notre Dame's Xavier Watts. Congratulations on seven picks this year. Now, like I said, the Heisman went to LSU Tigers quarterback Jaden Daniels. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's on an outstanding season. Of course, they not into the college playoff, but it doesn't matter. You don't have to be there to be having a great year. Uh, you know, the whole team matters when it comes to those bowl games and playoffs. But let's talk about 
how this weekend kicks off. We've got seven huge bowl games this weekend. You must check out starting here with the first one. It's going to be Georgia Southern. They're going to be playing Ohio. That game is going to be 11 p.m. Eastern, and it is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Then bowl number two, it will be Howard. They'll be taking on Florida A&M. That game's 12 p.m. Eastern. That one will be the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Bowl number three of the weekend, it's going to be the Jacksonville State. They'll be playing Louisiana. That game's going to be 2.15 p.m. Eastern. And it's the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. That's kind of hard to say. Uh, bowl number four here, or excuse me, bowl number five is going to be Miami of Ohio. They will be playing Appalachian State 3.30 p.m. Eastern, and it's going to be the Avocados of New Mexico Bowl. Uh, make sure you guys go check that one out. Then we have, or excuse me, Avocados from New Mexico Cure Bowl. Then we'll have the New Mexico State versus Fresno State, 5.45 p.m. Eastern, and that one is the New Mexico Bowl. Kind of odd there. Uh, UCLA, they'll be playing Boise State. That's 7.30 p.m. Eastern. That one's going to be the Starco Brands L.A. Bowl. And then rounding out for the weekend, the last bowl, it will be California. They'll be playing Texas Tech, 9.15 p.m. Eastern. And that's going to be the Radiance Technology Independence Bowl. That's how the Bulls kick off. Like I said, we'll be diving into the college playoff once we get closer and keeping you up to date with all these crazy Bulls and everything else you need to know right here on The Best. With that, we'll jump from the grass, slide right on over, and get to the pond and talk some hockey. Sliding right on over to the pond, NHL style, about 25 games into this season. Of course, getting things ready, of course, for their NHL All-Star break. That'll be their next big thing to push for. And then, of course, after that coming up, there in February, they'll be playing two games outside at MetLife Stadium. Coming up there in the middle of February, so we'll be leading you right on into that. But before we get into anything else, let's talk about how those NHL standings set going in for this weekend in the Atlantic. It is the Boston Bruins at a 18-5 and with 39 points sliding into this weekend. Then over in the Metro, it's still those New York Rangers. They got a 19-7 record with 39 points for the weekend. Over in the Central, it's ah. Colorado Avs, they've got a 17-9 and record with 36 points. And rounded out there in the Pacific, it's the reigning, defending, Nance Stanley Cup National Champion, Las Vegas Golden Knights there at a 20-5, and the best record in the NHL with an outstanding 45 points as well. So they're still red hot down in Vegas. We'll be keeping an eye closer on that. How about the stats for the weekend? With the points coming from Tampa Bay, it's Korshov. He's got 47 leading the, the pack there into the weekend. On the goals, it's Boser from Vancouver with 21. The plus minus is going to be Hughes there for Colorado with 23. On the goal assist average, it's still Aiden Hill at a 1.87. And on the save percentage side of things, it's still Aiden Hill with a point nine three five. On the wins, it's Gorov here in Colorado with 14. Now, three big games on the pond this weekend. You must check out starting out with Starting out with game number one, it's going to be Nashville sliding on over to Carolina. That game going down 7.30 p.m. Eastern tonight on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Game number two of the weekend, it's going to be a banger. Two leaders of their divisions. It's the New York Rangers. They'll be sliding up to Boston. That game, 7 p.m. tomorrow night on ESPN+. And then game number three of the weekend, it's going to be Ottawa. They'll be traveling to the red-hot Las Vegas Golden Knights. That game, 8 p.m. Eastern Sunday on ESPN+. We'll be keeping you up to date with everything, the hits, the goals, Everything you need to know, sliding up the ice right here next week on The Best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side. Let's bounce past alley-oop and switch it up and go to the NBA. Seconds remaining, that's all, and then the celebration will officially begin. The Los Angeles Lakers win the first NBA Cup. They are champions of the inaugural in-season tournament. 
guys, three-man waving here into the NBA segment. Of course, as you heard last weekend, we talked about it. The first ever in-season tournament going down the championship game between those L.A. Lakers against the Indiana Pacers last Saturday night. Of course, the Lakers coming out on top. Uh, big silly acts afterwards, acting like it was the big championship at the end of the season. Uh, I gotta say, I'm not a big fan of the tournament. Never was. Uh, it's definitely just a highlight to make more money for ESPN in my eyes. But, of course, they got who they wanted to win. Now let's talk about who is winning there on the NBA side of things. Going into this weekend in the Atlantic, it's those Boston Celtics there at a 17 and 5, a game and a half up in their division. Then over there in the Central, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. They've got a 17 and 7 record, three games up in their division. Out in the Southeast, it's going to be the Orlando Magic. They've got a 16 and 7, 16 and 7 record, two and a half games up in their division. Then in the Northwest, it's Minnesota Timberwolves at 17 and 5. They've got a two game lead. Down in the Pacific, we just talked about amidst those L.A. Lakers. They've got a 15-10 and 10 record, just a half game up in their division. And rounded out in the Southwest, it's Dallas, the Mavericks. They are at 15-8, and eight, two games up in their division. Going into this weekend, let's talk about those statistic leaders on the points-per-game side of things. It's going to be Joe Embiid still strongly at a 33.8 points per game going down this weekend. Then on assists, it's Still, Tyrese Halliburton with 12 on the rebounds. It's right here in Denver. It's Joker with 12.6. Then on the blocks, it's going to be Brooke Lopez with three. And rounded out on the steals, it's still SGA with 2.8. Now, three big games this weekend going down on the hardwood. You must check out. It's going to be game number one. It's those New York Knicks. They'll be traveling to the Phoenix Suns tonight. 10 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Then game number two of the weekend. It's going to be another good one. It's going to be those Indiana Pacers traveling to the Minnesota Timberwolves going down tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern on NBA TV. Then game number three of the weekend. It's going to be another huge division-leading game. It's the Orlando Magic. They'll be traveling to those Boston Celtics game going down Sunday, 3 p.m. Eastern on NBA B A T V. We'll be keeping you up to date with all the leaders, dunks. Oh, and don't forget, Draymond Green suspended indefinitely once again. Another incident with him. Of course, it feels like each and every couple weeks we're talking about this guy throughout the NBA season. I know I've been doing this podcast for going on four years, and at least every year we have a story about him getting suspended or kicked out or fighting or something. Uh, this time, uh, making a swipe at somebody. Uh, suspended indefinitely. We'll see how that affects Golden State going throughout without him, or will Chris Paul step up and they won't even see the void? We'll keep an eye on that and everything else leading right into those Christmas Day games right here on the bus. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family, tell someone about this podcast and you can check us out each and every week or wherever you listen to your podcast at follow us at azmbs.org for all of our social media outlets and of course that's where you can support us buy a shirt buy a sticker something like that that's azmbs.org getting things going here on the sunny side up let's keep that bounce pass going alley-oop right into the college side of things what a wild start we've had here so far in the first beginning of the college basketball season. Of course, a lot of big upsets already. Of course, we talked last week how that top 25 will be shaken up after a big, big weekend. Of course, going into this weekend, the last big weekend of non-conference play going down. And there's some huge games before we get to that, though. Let's talk about how that new Top 10 sets going into the weekend. Starting out at 10, it's going to be the 7-2 and two. Gonzaga. At 9, it's going to be the 7-2 and two. North Carolina. You know the deal. Number 8, it's going to be the 8-2 and two. Creighton, who lost here just recently to UNLV. 7 is going to be the 8-2 and two. Marquette. At 6, it's 9-0 and oh. Baylor. At 5, it's 9-1 and one. UConn. At 4, it's 10-0 and oh. Houston. At three, it's the team that was on top last week. It's nine and one, Persook. At two, it's going to be the nine and one, Kansas Jayhawks. And on top, 
Two weeks in a row, that's going to be a miracle, right? The 8-0 Arizona Wildcats. That's the big, big game they've got this weekend. How about the stats? Leaders going in for this weekend on the points per game. It's Xavier Johnson. He's got 25 points per game. On the assist, it's going to be Brown with 7.9. On the rebounds, it's Dickinson with 12.6. On the blocks, it's Cozart with 5.4. And then on the steals, it's Arturo Dean with 4.3. Like I said, it's a huge non-conference Big-time weekend for the college basketball scene, starting out with game number one you must check out. It's number five-ranked UConn. They'll be traveling to the number 10-ranked Gonzaga. That game going down tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Then game number two of the weekend going down tomorrow, it's going to be the two-ranked Kansas Jayhawks. They'll be traveling to my who, who. Hoosiers, that's right, IU, Indiana Hoosiers, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, tomorrow on CBS. They had game number three, the one everyone's going to be having their eyes on. It's the number one ranked Arizona Wildcats. They'll be traveling to the third ranked Purcell Bowlemakers. That game going down 4.30 p.m. Eastern on Peacock. We'll be keeping you up to date with all the three balls, alley-oops, and all the change up there in the top ten right here next week on The Best. Just got one more thing left before we get to this week's guest. Of course, it's time to pick the pace up, switch the gears, and talk some racing. That's right, no prep going down. One more weekend left. We talked about it last weekend, and it's time. That's right, as dig or die Christmas clash back of the track at Rockingham going down this weekend. Big, big race, of course, on docket. And, of course, our boy Liffy on the light will be in Arizona for one more round there uh, for some no-prep action. But the big talk, of course, Christmas Clash Digger Die Race where a lot of new faces and new places going to be happening. We'll be keeping an eye on that. Of course, Turbo John bringing a new car in the Saturn who he, you know, just got done, has barely minimal testing on. Team Max coming with some hot rods. And we know this. Callie Nate putting our boy Jeff Thomas in My Little Pony for the first time ever. So Jeff can get used to some turbo action going for next season. But it's going to be bad to the bone to see some of these boys pulling out their hot rods one more time down there at Rockingham for Digger Die. Of course, we're going to give a shout out to Spool Media who will be live starting tonight and tomorrow. Of course, Mexico action already happened yesterday. But make sure you guys go support Corey. At Spool Media, we uh, donate a little bit of money to kind of help him out and get some gas there. Uh, we appreciate the live feed. And of course, a proud sponsor here at the E's and B's, No Prep Felons Live. Bob Rice will be on the property with the best three-angle live feed in the game. Make sure you guys go check out either Spool Media or No Prep Felons Live. Make sure you do not miss out for Dig or Die Christmas Clash going down. But what you don't want to miss out is what we got coming up next. That's right, our last guest of the year, and I got to tell you, it's a first for us. That's right, over the border. Somebody coming here for the first time, and you you don't want to miss it, because he might steal your Christmas. That's right, driver of the Grinch on the meat. Next, you're listening to the E's and Bass Podcast. Yeah. Most of the time when these people be talking, I don't even hear them. They talk and they talk, but I do not hear shit when I'm near them. I swear to God that I came up. Same stuff, never changed up. Taking shots, get your rain up. Wanna play, get your game up. And I see you hating, so you know I got an ass. You mad, bro? Uh, yeah. I said, tell me what you mad for. Uh, you mad, bro? Uh, yeah. I said, tell me what you mad for. Uh, you mad, bro? Uh, yo. I said, tell me what you mad for. All right, fans, with us today, he is one of the baddest, small tie, no prep, north of the border, coming to us from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, eh? Ladies and gentlemen, the driver of the Grinch, I give to you, Wajay. W-K. What's going on, right? How's it going, my man? 
Good, man. Good. How about you? Good to finally have you here on the E's and B's. Uh, I, of course, we ran into each other this uh, season there at War in the Woods. Got a little short clip with you. And I promise uh-huh. you, I would get you in this door because we had to learn a little bit about not only that Grinch sitting behind you, but the man talking right here. Well, Jay, tell my fans and listeners out there, how did you get your start in the no prep world? Actually, we started last year at the end of the year. We were radial racing. Racing was done, and we wanted to try something different. We dabbled in it before. We did all right, but we kind of wanted to do it full-time for this year. And uh, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. Like uh, The payouts are great. The tracks, the people, everything. It's, uh, yeah. It's absolutely one of our favorite things here at the E's and B's. Uh, the family community, obviously, you know, you got it's a good a- taste of that. And like you said, the money's great. But what else is great about it, too, is, you know, there's so many of these races across the nation. And uh, after just a short season of catching up with you, keeping our eyes on you, us here at the E's and B's, we wanted to bring you on, shine a little bit of light on the Grinch and obviously yourself. And let's not forget your tuner out there. Shout out to Ricky. But you progressed really bigly in my eyes there towards the end part of the season. And I think that you got a grasp on it and become a big heavy hitter. And what do you think in your eyes, how you feel about the end of that se- or this season so far? I think we did all right. I was hoping to do a little bit better, maybe win a race or two, but it didn't happen. We did go rounds and everything. It was fun. I think our biggest mistake was trying to do backside and front side at the same time. Too much changes with the car, everything. What we did last time, we do some changes, we go back, it doesn't work, everything. So I think next year we're just going to do front side and the occasional back side. We'll probably do myelin every now and then, but that's about it. We're going to try to just stay front side racing. That kind of leads me right into our next question here. You know, what's your favorite part? But what, what about if you had one to choose, front, back, or the street? Front, I'd say front. Front side. You like the front yeah. side. All right. Have you ever uh, thought about maybe doing a little bit extra on the uh, back side to see? We tried. We tried. And honestly, we've been really fast on the back side, but it's not consistent. We're still no. trying to get the handle of the backside stuff. We make a little bit too much power, and that is working against us. I got you. I think it'll come with time. Obviously, like I said, you guys have progressed. Pretty good this season in my eyes. Let me ask you about this, though. If you had one race or one race weekend this season, what stood out the most and what place was it? Definitely War in the Woods. It was one of the best races and environment and people there, man. It's it's amazing. Like the fans, the, the racers, it's all heavy hitters. You can't take anybody lightly. Everybody was fast. It's just the atmosphere there is awesome absolutely that's why we continue to support sponsor and go back to that race each and every year not only because it's my home state but like you said it's some of the baddest racing on the planet and you hung tight last season there with them and i gotta say i know some people were losing some money betting on that other lane i seen it with my own eyes but let's switch gears up here a little bit yj let's get into some of those e's and b's fun questions make sure you guys are checking us out each and every friday wherever you listen to your podcast at that's e's and b's all right, Wajay, the famous one here at the E's and B's. How about this? If you're having breakfast tomorrow with any celebrity, race car driver, or anyone else, who would it be and what are you having? Oh, wow. Uh, well, it'll be bacon and eggs. That's for sure. I like it. Uh, who? That's a big, uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. We'll keep you surprised me with that question. All right. We'll keep you tongue twisted. Maybe Limpy, Happy, somebody like that in the racing world would be very interesting. Of course, they would eat a lot. But what about this one? If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, damn. Superpower. To do everything on my car on my own without any help from anybody oh, one man that's impo- we know that's impossible that is impossible that's a pretty good one you know a lot of people say being invisible knowing what the next person's thinking but to be a one-man show hey i haven't heard of that yet we're hearing it right here make sure you guys are checking out yj wk and the grinch wherever you find him at keeping things going here on the e's and b's next good one i gotta ask you bub 
If you could be anything other than a race car driver or a racer or anything in the racing world, what would you be? Anything in the racing world. No, not in the racing world. Not Anything the besides, world. yes. Uh, an engineer. Okay, all right. Yes, very smart. And, and we need we need those guys in our life for sure to keep things yeah. building and going. So get great answer. Get in school. <laughs> yes, stay in school, kids, right? All right, let's get back to some of those racing. I got a few more of those left for you. And then, of course, we'll wrap it up with some of the rest of the fun questions. But before we do, we got to ask you this one. What are some goals for the Grinch and yourself for 2024? Uh, honestly, it's to win some uh, of the big races and to beat some of the big name guys. That is our goal for next year. All right. And, and we're keeping everything the same. Going to roll into next season with just more data, a lot more extra help. And, of course, keeping our eyes focused on the prize, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah. We're All not right. changing nothing over winter. We're not doing anything. Just more testing when uh, we have the chance, and that's about it. All right, just a couple more for you. How about this? If you had a dream race, what would it be? My favorite racer is Jake Blaine, and I would like to race him with his new car versus his old car. All right, I like it. I like it because he knows that thing real well. You're now the driver of it. He's getting his new car fixed. That'd be a great race. And, of course, we'd love to see that here at the E's and B's. All right, how about this one? This is one I like to ask a lot of the people out there. If you had walk-up music as you're pulling up into the box and they're announcing you and your car, what song would be playing? Um, probably it would be You're Mad Bro by Speaker Knockers. You're Mad Bro by All right, I like it. I like it. All right, just two more here for you. This is a big famous one. I know my buddy Jasper over there always likes to hear this one. How about this? The story of your life is coming out tomorrow in the movie theater. Who is playing you and what's the name of it? Who's playing me? Damn. Can I play it myself? All right, yeah. What's the name of the movie? Keep trying. Keep trying. All right, I like it. I like it. All right, cool. Good stuff. All right, for the last one here, before I turn the tables over to... YJ, so he could tell us all about the Grinch and where you can find him at. When it's all said and done, what do you want the Grinch and the YJ legacy to be? One of the baddest small tire racers around. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I think you're well on your way. Like I said, I can't wait to see what we got coming up. And of course, we'll be bringing you back on hopefully next season to maybe talk about a big W or something like that. But make sure you guys are checking out YJ and the Grinch. Before we get him out of here, though, we're going to turn the tables over to him, let you know where you can find him at, and make sure you guys give him a follow. The table is yours. Oh, thank you, buddy. I appreciate your time. Thanks for bringing me in. Uh, we will be War in the Woods, Gangster's Paradise, uh, most of the big front side races. Uh, obviously, in Michigan, we'll be spending a lot of time in Michigan. Uh, like I said, we'll be doing uh, War in the Woods again. We won't miss both races. Gangster's Paradise. Uh, Jeff Thomas's races are one of the best races we've been to. So we'll probably make each and every one of his races happy. Uh, Olympus races. We'll uh, definitely try to be at uh, all those big races this year. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Well, there you have it. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Once again, it's the Grinch coming to us from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Hey, I give to you YJ W K. Thanks again. Now, me. I have a question for you. Go for it. What do you think about CMP, uh, C, uh, CMP Punk coming back to WWE? They're on fire right now. And everybody gonna talk. They all got something to say. I bet you can hear it loud because I'm up in your face and everybody goes nuts when I'm up in a place. It's Kay Flum or Kevin, whatever you want. And I'm gonna eat the beat up like it's dinner or lunch. And I'll be looking at my clock, man. My timing is a shit. And you got it in a second while I got it in a jiff. Killing all y'all like I got it on my hip. Didn't bring a fuck. I forgot it in a whip. Nah, man, a bad shit because I got Yes, yes, yes. What an amazing, great interview there with the man north of the border, eh? 
That's right, our friend right there. Shout out to YJWK, his tuner Ricky, and all the boys there on the Grinch supporting the E's and B's. Make sure you guys go give him a follow. Keep up to date with everything that bot, that guy's got going on. Coming up next season, you do not want to miss that Grinch on the track if you have a chance. So shout out to him. Thanks again, and we'll be dying to have him back here next season to find out how that transition going into 2024 going for him. So with that, that wraps up the meet. Stay tuned. You know the deal. We're going to climb the ropes. We're going to drop the elbows. We're going to get to my favorite segment of the show. That's right. It's time to talk some wrestling. Next, you're listening to the A's and B's podcast. this place 10 years ago not only did you abandon it but you actively tried to tear it down you spent 10 years slandering me slandering every single person back in that locker room and then you want to walk back in here and call this place your home this is not your home this is my home And that's how it's going down there, WWE style, Monday Night Raw, as we finally got the decision from CM Punk, but not before Seth Rollins could put his two cents in. Of course, we knew these two, a checkered pass along with Kevin Owens too, but it seems like now the direction's getting a little bit more clear as the drive for Royal Rumble, and of course, WrestleMania on the horizon. We'll be keeping an eye close to all those storylines earlier this week there on Tuesday. NXT, Dom Mysterio losing the North American title to Dragon Lee. Of course, Dragon Lee, brother of Roosh there at AEW. He came over and uh, definitely making a splash right out the gate and winning that North American title uh, just a couple months into the big brand. So congratulations to him. But still, the questions remain, will CM Punk chase Roman Reigns or will he be going towards the Seth Rollins in the fake heavyweight title or whatever you may call that when we keep it an eye? We know Cody's still trying to finish his story. Dave LaGreca there busted open. I know he's got to be shaking in his boots, hoping and praying that in Philadelphia he gets his wish. We'll be keeping an eye on those storylines and everything building up. And, of course, we're still waiting on Jay and everything from WWE. With that, let's switch it up and go to the other channel. Thickens. Well, you're not kidding. Joe, if there's uh, something you want to accuse me of, why don't you just say it like the man I thought you were? If you think it's me, if you think I have anything to do with this, if you think I give the remotest of dams about the devil, you'd be so wrong because I don't care about the bromance. I don't care about the laser tag. I don't care about the game of clue who done it. Joe, I don't care. Hey, man, you may not care. But you see, you made the mistake of thinking I came out here like a detective when maybe I've already made up my mind I'm out here as an executioner. Whoa. Remember, Hangman's supposed to wrestle Roderick Strong well, tonight. Joe, if there's something you want to do about it, why don't you do it? Samoa! And that's how it was going down there Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite. Of course, there's still question remaining. Who is the devil behind the mask? Of course, a lot of eyes pointing towards what seems to me now is definitely it's got to be something to do with Roderick Strong and his crew. And of course, we've been hearing about how the person in the suit last week looking definitely motionless like Kyle O'Reilly. So it seems maybe, just maybe they're dragging this out. So 
Adam Cole can maybe return and be that devil. I don't know. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Or is it still the rumors of someone we have no clue and have never seen? That's the big question over there AEW as they continue to march on towards their next big pay-per-view going down December 30th on Saturday. That's right. As the world's in, of course, we know the Continental Classic Tournament has been going on between the Gold and Blue Leagues, and it's been pretty entertaining in my opinion. I know we talked a little last week about how with no distractions, interference, and the rule setting makes it a lot more uh, competitive of matches. Definitely, they can tell who their favorites may be, but we got some bangers there on Wednesday night. Swerve and Mox, and of course, they finished out with a, a definite overrun like they have been. So if you're like me, you had to wake up the next morning and figure out how the actual episode ended because you didn't watch it live. But a lot of cool stuff happening there at AEW. The intrigue still wondering who is that devil. We'll be taking you all the way through and finding out there deep this December. With that, that's going to wrap up the wrestling stock. We got one more thing to talk about going down live this weekend. That's right. Sold out there in Vegas. It's UFC 296. That's right. Live from Vegas going down. And of course, Two titles on the line. A huge card. Let's just dive right into it. Starting there Saturday night, it's going to be the ninth-ranked welterweight as Vincent Lodge will be taking on the 10th-ranked welterweight in Ian Gary. That should be a huge big fight for Gary. Then the second match of the night, it's going to be a banger. Everyone be keeping their eyes on these two legends as in the lightweight division, Tony Ferguson will be taking on Patty Pimlet. That's right, Mr. Patty himself. Everybody sensation loves this guy. Can he hang with one of the biggest UFC legends of all time in El Kukui? We'll have to wait and see. Then in the welterweight division, it's going to be the fifth-ranked Shakavad Ramad. He'll be taking on the sixth-ranked Wonderboy Stephen Thompson. That's right. Of course, we know Stephen Wonderboy Thompson coming off that controversial uh, last fight where his opponent did not make weight and he chose not to fight the replacement. So we'll see if he comes out and puts on a show. Then in the co-main event of the evening, it's for the flyweight title as champion Alex Perjan will be taking on Brandon Royale, who is live right here from Denver. So, of course, the Denver fans will be pulling for Brandon. And then in the main event of the evening, that's right, another title on the line as the welterweight champion, Leon Edwards. He'll be defending that belt against the controversial number three-ranked Kobe Covington. We cannot wait. Like I said, UFC 296 going down live from Las Vegas tomorrow night. We'll have all the knockouts, submissions, and new champions coming right here next week on the best. With that, that wraps everything up. We're going to wrap this whole thing up like a burrito next in the toast. You're listening to the A's and B's podcast. Yeah. Even when you feel low, you can still go Even when you feel slow, you can still go Even when there's no hope, you can still go I never answer to no man, I still go Go, go Everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. As we always do each and every week, letting you know where we will be and what we got going on. Of course, those weekly personal shout-outs. Let's just get right to those weekly personal shout-outs. Of course, a big, huge thank you so much and shout-out to... YJWK for coming on the show this week, being our last guest of 2023. And make sure you guys go check out The Grinch. YJ, Ricky, and the boys 
Give them some love. Let them know that Eddie B sent you. And we can't wait to have him right back here as now YJ, our first Canadian veteran right here at the E's and B's. So shout out to him. Also want to give a shout out to Ohio Grudge Racing, Josh Robinson. Make sure you guys go check out OhioGrudgeRacing.com. A proud sponsor here of the E's and B's. Another proud sponsor. How about No Prep? Felons. Ah, that's right. You know the deal. Make sure you guys go check out Bob and Kelly Rice, some of the baddest live feeds in the game. And of course, you can go check out their merch there at NoPrepFelons.com. Also, last sponsor of the show here is our boy. We can't wait to announce some cool stuff coming up very soon. That's right, Jasper Graham. Make sure you guys go check out Jasper and the Breakfast Crew. That's what I'm going to start calling them. That's my boys over there with Jasper. So check out Jasper. Also, a shout out to Limpy. Shout out to Happy and Kids. It supports your true. Support your local street racer. Shout out to Spool Media. Shout out to Jeff Thomas, Julie Randall, and Nitrous Nikki. Shout out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Good luck this weekend. I hope you guys bring home that big money. Go shout out to Pennywise Racing Media, Robert Smith. Shout out to Team Mac. Shout out to Team Meatball. Shout out to Callie Nate. Shout out to G2K. Shout out to the Tunny. Shout out to Matt Smith. Shout out to Team Hilton and Abeda. Uh, good luck this weekend at Battle of Defenders. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the big 300 lap race going down this weekend. CNS, Colorado National Speedway. It's run what you brung. Also, shout out to Haley, Hollywood Haley J. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pros, Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and oh, the peeps at The Green Solution, especially my uh, security guy, Dom. Make sure you guys check out The Green Solution for oh, your cannabis needs. All right, like I said, make sure you guys are checking out easeandbees.org to find all of our outlets. And, of course, buy a shirt. We got some cool stuff coming up, some new designs. And, of course, we'll be teaming up with somebody coming up here in 2024. You don't want to miss that, so that'll be very cool. Uh, coming up next week, we'll have some more details on that. Also, make sure you stay tuned. Do not miss out. Go hit that subscribe button over at YouTube. We're going to be bringing you a new way to see this podcast very shortly. So you don't want to be missing out on that. Hey, if you want to be on the spot on this podcast, make sure you get us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. Also, same thing. If you want to be a sponsor here of the Ease and Bees, just get us at easeandbeespodcast at gmail.com. We'll get a contract set up, get you played on here three times a week, and any video version attached to anything we place on our YouTube. So very easy to get your name out there. Just hop all at us. All right. With that, let's get to this week's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. Since Formula One racing began in 1950, only one team has complete, competed in every season. Ferrari. For many of the prancing horse and the F1 racing have become inspirable. And that is today's Sports Illustrated Fact of the Day. You know what time it is. It's time to... Yo, sick. Top 10 cities downloaded goes like this. Sorry, I want to give a shout out to a new one. How about Kinkoric, Ontario? Shout out to Kinkoric, Ontario. Number nine is going to be Annapolis, Indiana. Shout out to Annapolis, Indiana. Number eight is going to be Columbus, Georgia. Shout out to Columbus, Georgia. Number seven is going to be Grand Blanc. Michigan, shout out to Grand Blanc, Michigan. Number six, it's going to be Ashburn, Virginia. Shout out to Ashburn, Virginia. Number five, it's Council Bluffs, Iowa. Shout out to Council Bluffs, Iowa. Number four, it's the state above. It's Cheyenne, Wyoming. Shout out to Cheyenne, Wyoming. Number three, it's Frankfurt, Germany. Number two, it's the city capital of the state, Denver, Colorado. And back on top, it's the city where we lie, Fort Collins, Colorado. Make sure you guys like, share, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. And until next week, make sure you, make sure you, kick-ass weekend. Be safe and we'll see you next week. We love you. Peace!